You are now listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am back again with some legendary great guests, Kyle Shotwell and Marshawn Howard. Woo! (laughs) How's it going, everybody? It's going. Oh my god, my camera's like freaking the fuck out. Dude, it's starting early now, it's, man. Is he's having like you know like a in the Spider Verse like promotional stuff? <laughs> is it, that little like glitch thing that's happening. That's I feel exactly like what it looks like. I feel like it's like eight or nine different Marshawns are trying to break through the Zoom feed. We already have the multiverse <laughs> like visiting us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> before we even get started. I know. I know. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> Despite the look on Marshawn's face. <laughs> but anyways, I'm, I'm trying to fix it. Oh, okay. Well, while, while you're doing that, let's just kind of kind of jump in, shall we? Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay, so Spider-Man No Way Home. First thoughts. What, what did everybody think about it? I uh, you can go first, Marshawn. I'm more I'm more interested in your opinion. Uh, I, for one, absolutely loved it. Like, I I just didn't know why. Like, I've only seen it once, so subsequent viewings may vary, but there are there's a particular reason why I love it. And, like, I keep seeing things about flaws, and I'm having a hard time figuring out what were flaws, really, <laughs> just because the movie flowed so well for me. Maybe, like, the intro was a little, like, the first act is a little, it's a little, like, you know, typical stuff you'd come to expect from the first two movies, but there's a point where it just completely flips into a whole different thing, and I, like, I can appreciate, because of the second and third act, I can appreciate the first act. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's in my top five Marvel Right Ooh, Ooh, okay. Either okay. four or five. I was thinking about it today. <laughs> Either four or five. That's fair. I think I it's know, definitely yeah. high up there. It's it's high. It's it's real high. Just due to the like. It was it was it was great. Like it was great. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> jump into anything too too hard or anything, but no. I mean, it's 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 great. We like this is like just forewarning for those who haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home yet. This is going to be a spoiler centric episode we've given you enough time if you haven't seen it i'm sorry <laughs> it took me a while to see it i had the whole thing spoiled for me it was a disaster ah oh, i'm sorry to hear but that it's, oh, i mean i still enjoy it i don't think it ruined my experience it got me more excited for it more than anything i do want to say that one of the first things i took out of the movie like almost instantly was that marshawn called like andrew's fucking entire backstory and i was like holy shit i was just sitting in the theater like <laughs> Marshawn called all of this. So I was like, yeah, God damn. Dude. Yeah. What's funny is even the day of, I was like, I was telling Dakota and Jordan, like, I was like, you know what would be great if in this movie, like, because I'm kind of tired of seeing how many, like, costumes he goes through 
I'm like, it'd be great if in this movie, for some reason, like, he goes through all of this stuff, but he fully becomes Spider-Man by the end of the movie to the point where he Absolutely. creates his own costume. And then that shit happened, and I about flipped in my <laughs> Yeah, that, that new costume is lit. It's like yeah. it's like the perfect amalgamation of the past to Spider-Man, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's got like a little bit of Andrew in it. It's got a little bit of Toby in it. It's got a little bit of Tom in it. And it's just yeah. like it I just like felt Tom, cool. It's like Tom's mask with a little bit of like Andrew's spider on the back and Toby's spider on the front. Like yeah. that, that's kind of what it looked like to me. Yeah, no, very, totally. the blue parts are very, very like vibrant. Yeah. But like highlights. Really, it's really stuck out. And I, I thought that was cool. It really reminded me of like 90s Spider-Man. Yeah. Because yeah. like 90s Spider-Man was like real, like it was almost like light blue. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So. Like um, yeah, like you said, like the fabric on the blue, I was like, damn, he got that shit from like Michaels or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, that was but... like fabric you could just buy at the store. Yeah, and it's like perfect. It's like just enough to, to kind of believe, like, oh yeah, you could go and get that fabric and like, yeah, make it work. But uh, yeah, it was cool. I thought it was cool that uh, it definitely uh, you guys, of course, being bigger Spider-Man fans than me, I got to see it and hear a lot of you guys' complaints of like the MCU Spider-Man, and one of them was that he didn't make his own suit. So did that like make you guys stoked to see that? I mean, obviously, yes, because you got it right, Marshawn. But, like, I mean, did that resonate with you? Were you, like, almost like, okay, like, Marvel's listening to us because, obviously, that didn't sit well with a lot of Spider-Man fans. Not not just you guys. I mean, I, see, I feel like that didn't sit well with a lot of Spider-Man fans. Mm. Um, the – oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm still thinking about it. I'm going to let you go, Marshawn. Okay, like, to me, like, with the way the movie played out was – the the costume was just the cherry on top like what i really wanted to see was not i don't necessarily want to see peter suffer per se but <laughs> i wanted there to be stakes <laughs> right like i wanted to be like wow this kid's life fucking sucks like now i get it because my life fucking sucks like right. it 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 was something like more so just seeing how he over how he puts things he overcomes his own personal, like, I don't know, responsibility issues. Like, he always puts things on other people, like I've noticed in the past two movies. But this is something that was 100% his fault, and he owned it. Like, right. that, in the way that he owned it, like, that's what made it, that's what made me love this movie so much. It was just seeing Peter, like, change into like the character that we know more so right. like the responsibility the weight of the responsibility and everything like that's what did it for me that's why i love it so much i get that yeah i i definitely got that vibe for like this felt tom felt more like peter parker ever than yeah. than, than ever before i guess is what i'm trying to say in this movie oh yeah he definitely has the most i think now out of the two other spider-man uh I feel like he has the most, I don't want to say the most like guilt, but kind of like what you were saying, Marshawn, with like the responsibility, the weight of the responsibility. I feel like 
it's a little heavier on him, even though he hasn't, I mean, now that he has dealt with a death, like a serious death, like Aunt May being killed. We've seen like it that. too, which I yeah. think is a big deal. Yeah. And that kind of stays with you and changes you. And, and, and I know it's like picky of me to say, but I'm like, damn, I wish we had like 30 or 40 more minutes of the movie. But so he could really, so we could really see him deal with the Aunt May thing. But that's just like, you know, that's just like me wishing for more. That's just me being greedy. It's not really a nitpick. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, yeah, he definitely by the end of it has all those weird neurotic well, not woe is me, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm sad because it's my responsibility, yeah. you know? And I'm just like, you know, it's going to be fun to see him suffer in future movies now that we've seen him have all the cool tech in the first two films. And then, you know, kind of just be degraded to this like costume where he just has to make it himself. And I'm sure he'll add some cool touches to them, you know, with whatever he can find in a trash can. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Because he's still a genius. Like, he's still got his intellect, right? So it's just like... I think he's going to be like a really... uh, They can make him like super mysterious now because no one knows who he is. We Mm. do, obviously. But like, no one knows who he is. So like... I mean, he did sign a deal with three other movies, right? I don't know. I mean, I would, I would. Ex- that like a rumor. We know I don't one know. movie. <laughs> like, one movie that Tom's attached to, but it, but do we know if it's a Spider like a his movie or is it like no, just it, a Spider Verse movie? Feige confirmed that it's uh, there is another Spider Man movie coming out okay. produced by Marvel Studios. They okay. have not mm-hmm. confirmed three. They have confirmed one. One. Okay. Uh, I, I was. You know, I always hear all sorts of random shit on the internet nowadays, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, never... like that makes sense. But, th- but th- when they show him in the MCU moving forward, they can make him almost like Batman, like mysterious, like no one knows who he is. True. Yeah. Well, I think like because they weren't very, uh, they weren't very particular on the specifics of what happened with like what all that entails with his identity. But I think the world still knows who Spider Man is, but they don't know who Peter Parker is. But I think everything he's done still happened. They just, I don't know. I, I guess they not happened differently, but his identity isn't attached to it anymore. Right, right. Yeah, it's a really going to be a really interesting path forward with him having the knowledge of everything that's transpired. Because at first I thought they were going to do something where he was also going to forget everything else, you know? Yeah. like, And that would have been, you know, that would have been a hot take. That would have been a real hot take. There's a lot of hot takes I had with this movie, but, you know, we'll get into that. That's fair. Oh, shit. Later. That's fair. But, uh, but they're, not, they're not bad. But I just think, uh, yeah, it's really interesting to see the path that they put him on with, you know, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker and Toby's Peter interacting and some of the things that they kind of shared with him. Uh, you know, we're, we're really, we're really a, uh, it really made them stand out as different Peter Parkers. Yeah. Right. I agree. You know, I think um, I agree with that because Toby, like, I mean, Andrew, of course, was the out of the three of them, Andrew was the one that, like, kind of his shit got cut short, obviously. <laughs> but he, I know everybody's clamoring for Amazing Spider Man 3 and 
stuff. I'm kind of like, just leave it. Leave it as it is. Like, I think he got a decent send-off now. Like, I, I, I love him as Spider-Man, but I think as the character, just to save face, like, just leave it with his appearance in No Way Home. Like, it's like you, he has renewed hope now. Like, I, I, feel, I, I feel like I got closure, but everyone else, not so much. I get that. But Toby, <laughs> I don't need to see Spider-Man 4. Like, I don't care about him and MJ's problems. Like, the fact that he said they're, it's complicated, but he's making it work. I'm like, bro, drop her. Like, <laughs> future needs to be behind you right now. Like, Well, it's funny it because... Twitter beat me up the other day because I had kind of a similar take on that I, because I was just like, like I, all I said was I just wanted Toby's Peter to have progressed in life. Like it would have been cool. And this is a hot take. This is where my hot take, this is where I made my mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, you know what would have been cool if Toby's Peter had figured out how to balance being Spider-Man and his intellect as Peter Parker and made some money off of his intellect. Maybe yeah. not ran a company or something, but ran something where he was making some money. And people were like, oh, that is stupid take. They were like, I hate Peter Parker. Like Peter Parker should never make money or should succeed. And I'm just like, you just don't think Peter Parker or at least Toby's Peter had dreams and goals before being like bit by that spider? that's the problem like that's <laughs> that's literally the problem with sam Raimi's spider-man or like that whole thing yeah he may have had dreams and goals but we don't know that like he doesn't even come off as that smart to be honest <laughs> i mean spider-man 2 he came off pretty smart when he's with dr otto octavius and they're talking about the fucking the his whole device shit yeah the sun thing and he's like oh you know this is an electrometer blah 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 and you're just like okay so he's 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 already been in with the osbournes he's been in with otto octavius so to me it was like he has a straight direct line to like get into one of these companies work his ass off and be like you know yeah successful in that universe oscorp isn't nearly the like satanistic (laughs) <laughs> yeah built like company that it is it's not alchemax <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. it um it, so he could have done something there but i think like the biggest that stems from the problem that his spider-man is only spider-man because of guilt for uncle ben which isn't spider-man but i mean they all kind of are the well except for well i guess all of them to an extent are sort of you know not really but, yes, i mean cinematically cinematically, yes except for tom holland but in the like i'm i don't want to be the the nerd here but in the comic (laughs) book we're all nerds here yeah it's a safe space like i'm just trying to defend your point to those other people on twitter like in the comic books peter isn't a good dude like (laughs) he's he's not what remy made him out to be like he's some the reason the appeal of spider-man is the fact that he is literally the every man like we can all be assholes to people but he learned that he has to be better than that that's the whole draw of spider-man but that doesn't mean that he has to be down on his luck all the time like he can succeed in life yeah let him get a win yeah 
it's like it's not Peter Parker isn't this mis- miserable character that people <laughs> make him out to be. But. Yeah, that one person even was like, uh, one person was like, what did they say? They said something fucking ridiculous. They were like, oh, well, you know, Peter Parker is just supposed to be like, he's just supposed to be like a loser, like at all times. He's just supposed to. me? <laughs> well, but I mean, it's so subjective, right? Because, you know, it's like, yeah, he, I mean, Toby's Peter, yeah could kind of be considered a loser a very genius loser who is doing this shit to himself because he's like trying to balance the work life or the work of being peter parker and spider-man and so it just that that you know in in that shitty apartment that he was in you know dating a supermodel supermodel i mean an actress more like an actress on and (laughs) spider in the raimi verse yeah just a, a actress and then you have Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, who wasn't so much like a loser or down on his luck or had bad luck. He just had a bad incident and went down a dark path as Spider or his first run as Spider-Man, you know, when yeah. he was like looking for the, his uncle's killer. I was like, oh, that's cool. And he doesn't like realize he could be like a hero until he like saves that, yeah. that kid or whatever. I was like, that's a cool narrative path and he was a genius like he was a certified genius save the city with his intellect and i was like okay what could that what could andrews peter parker have been down this you know in the time that we haven't seen him and it it was just oh i i stopped pulling my punches and i and i'm like is he just like crippling his villains or or is he like or is he just straight up like punching their heads off and shit like (laughs) Batflex style, you know. Both of them are pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I'm just both options I, are pretty fucked up. Because it, because you, because I can't watch Amazing Spider-Man two the same way now. When I see the ending, that optimistic music playing as he's like, you know, fighting <laughs> off uh, the Rhino with that giant. Uh, he has like uh, a giant manhole cover yeah. attached to his web and hits Rhino across the face with it, and that's <laughs> the end of the movie. So I'm like, okay, so now the theory is. He just killed the shit. He killed out of the Ryan. shit, <laughs> or, or put him in the hospital, like a severe hospital Ooh. visit, in front of like four hundred citizens, including the police. You know, yeah. That... And he's like, <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, like he can't really like. It's hard for me to envision him like joking after doing that, like after stopping pulling his punches, because then he just looks like this like bully, right? Well, I mean, I mean, he never said he 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 uh, he beat the shit out of everybody. He, he just said he stopped pulling his punches. Just, exactly. I just assumed that so, was for everybody. I thought yeah, his I hands mean, were it could be, but it also, for it also could be like just maybe he had those nights, you know? <laughs> maybe he just had yeah. one of those nights, and he was just like, you know what? Fuck this dude. You know, <laughs> I, people, he deserves it. Yeah, like putting people in like web cocoons and just smashing them across walls. <laughs> Yeah, like putting him in an area like you have about like I have, there's there's like you know eventually the spider netting's gonna collapse and you're not gonna be able to breathe in the next hour. I hope cops show up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some shit like that. Something like uh, any combo you can think of from the video games, any Spider-Man <laughs> video game. That's probably st- what stop pulling your punches looks like. Yeah, he's just a sh- straight like MVC two Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> ultimate spider on like everyone bank robbers. He just ultimate spiders them. <laughs> Just beats the shit out of them. Okay, did you guys think 
Oh, what were you what were you saying, Marshawn? I was just gonna say I just imagine it being like instead of um like you know normal Spider-Man fight scenes, like if they film something like that, he hits somebody and there's extra wire work. Like, like that's <laughs> all I, I think of as I stop pulling my punches. Like you Sounds just good. <laughs> Yeah, I could totally see that. Because when I heard him say that, I was just like, oh, you know, this is okay. We're going <laughs> they down had to make it interesting. And I'm I'm 100% okay with 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 that, that route that they were going. I just was like, you know, if they're going to continue Andrew Garfield's run, which I think is a high, at least 85 to 90% possibility. It's uh, like it grew over the over the last couple of weeks <laughs> yeah yeah I don't, I don't think anybody who i don't think anybody who played spider-man in this movie is not going to get another spider-man movie i feel like yeah. toby's gonna get one but it's gonna be you know if they can get all the pieces together like if they can get toby mcguire and sam raimi and yeah and like because i think you know multiverse of madness that's gonna be insane but sony's also got their own kind of multiverse shit going on and they want to maximize they're gonna want to they're gonna want to use their own spider-man too like if they wanted to do andrew marvel does marvel have a say in that now no marvel's is the same tom right they just so have like, a say in toms yeah so they could use andrew they could use toby um I, my understanding is andrew's down and toby is like was hesitant about doing this originally but then after they pitched him his story, he was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. That was my <laughs> understanding of it. I, I, can think see, I, I read that, too. I could see him doing that. I could see Toby doing that. I listened to the commentary for Spider-Man 1. Like hard to get for a minute and then not. Anyways. Yeah, recently, he, I was listening to the commentary for Spider-Man 1, and Toby was like, he's like, people just don't know how hard it is to play this role. Like, <laughs> no, it's like, it's exhausting. You know, he's like, it's fun, but it's exhausting. So I, so when you're watching No Way Home and you see like a lot of instances of like the CGI Toby doing stuff, like he's not really doing a lot of physicality due yeah. to, you know, his age and knowledge of playing this character three times. You know, it was just funny to kind of see like, oh, he's like, He's just there to as as a cherry on top to like be there, right. yeah. And I'm glad that they weren't just there. You know, they actually were kind of crucial to the plot. Absolutely, because <laughs> I, I, I that mean, that was nice. Yeah, like like Goblin, cameo. Jesus, oh my god, we didn't even talk about Goblin, but <laughs> like yeah, man, this shit was. He, that whole fight, okay, the entire apartment segment from the spider sense all the way to great power, great responsibility. That is why I love this movie. Like, that yeah. is my favorite <laughs> collection of frames <laughs> in the all Marvel right. Cinematic Universe. Because I, oh my god, when he fucking spine busted Spider Man through like two floors like no five floors bro i was wetter than the everglades like that shit damn he has he had that uh he had like that like he had that extra flair like he like it was kind of funny because you know going back to like the the toby era that william defoe's green goblin had the like toughest he felt like the toughest boss battle yeah. you know and so yeah. seeing tom get like the, the, the work yeah he, he literally got bodied the like works. yeah and just hearing william defoe just saying all this like goblin-esque stuff 
you know, yeah, his like awesome. philosophies and stuff. It was cool. And then to have like Lizard, like just come out of nowhere. <laughs> that was awesome. Cause he was like, I told you that would be consequences <laughs> and just throws them back in. I was like, yes, this is, this is yeah. Spider-Man that, 101. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. That, I think that like, go ahead. Go, sorry, no, no, go ahead. no, 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 we're, 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 no, you're, you're good. We're on a scene you brought up, so I want you're good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I was, I was going to go off topic, so I want to finish that. Oh, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I think it was the fact that, like, he was doing this scene, like, without his mask. Not Goblin, but Peter. Like, we could see Tom's face. Like, we could tell that the suit wasn't CG. Like, he was actually physically in that suit. And he's, like, wailing on Goblin's face and everything. Like, the way that the shot like the way the scene is shot and everything like how dark and gritty that it looked i was like this is what like this is what i needed like <laughs> what i wanted for i wanted to see like tom spider-man like have to do some adult shit like get his hands a little not dirty per se but just fight somebody because he fought drones in the second movie and then the first movie, he didn't even throw a punch. He kicked one person, and that's about it. Mm. But in all of uh, the Avengers movies, like he was physically fighting people. Right. And I wanted to see that out of his own movie. And I hope they take that up higher in his next movie. Mm. Like, I want a one take Daredevil style Spider Man scene. <laughs> that would be That'd cool. That would be sick. That'd Speaking be really of that, cool. I actually, uh, Daniel knows about this, but I, uh, when I went to go see it, I got to the movie late wasn't my fault i'm not gonna go into that but i missed the first like 15 minutes so i missed the whole matt murdoch scene so i literally bought a ticket to the next viewing just watched that scene and got up and left <laughs> I paid that for was two a great viewings, moment but i've only seen it once or twice i guess <laughs> as it is twins. but i was it was worth it even though it was only like a two minute scene i was like all right i finally felt like after watching all this shit for so long it paid off and i was like no one's gonna rob that from me i'm gonna see matt murdoch like i want to see charlie cox matt murdoch on the big screen myself <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like i wasn't i was like i'll just wait for it to come out no nah, that's not good that's not good enough <laughs> i was like i watched all this marvel shit up to this point and i finally i mean i guess we got a nod in endgame to, to agent carter mm. but it was we finally got a nod to the netflix series which i fucking love all of them so it's like I, I know they're not bringing all of them back quite yet i mean they might but we don't know that we just know daredevil but that was enough for me and i know the hawkeye thing i haven't seen hawkeye yet okay but i know i know the thing in hawkeye too which also sounds awesome but uh which just gets me more excited but that was that just made me want to go back to the theater to see that one scene was to know that it was going to pay off even in hawkeye a little too and i was like fuck i gotta go back <laughs> yeah, i said i cool. said all the way in the back by myself right beside the door so i didn't bother anyone when i left damn <laughs> I mean, it was a cool introduction. It was like it was like what DC fans had hoped for in like BVS, like seeing like what's his name, Stephen Amell show up as Oliver Queen, not in costume, but just show yeah. up, and then that people would have been, been cool. like, "Oh!" At that time, it would have been sick. But dude, yeah. that was but, so, and and I, I hate that I got that and Toby and Andrew. I got all that spoiled for me before the movie even came out. Thanks, YouTube, your <laughs> fucking stupid ass recommended section. Dang. Here's a you can clue. cut that out if you want. No, 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 it's fine because th that is something that is uh, going to be a problem going forward as fans of these movies and stuff that, that now there's like scoopers that 
want to spoil every fucking little thing about movies coming out. And it's like, dude, like, we're supposed to just enjoy not knowing what's going to happen. Marvel did such a good job not teasing it for once. I mean, they teased it, but not like in a teaser. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just sucked. It was like, I was like, God damn it. Because all the signs were there, right? They were like, oh, Alfred Molina's coming back as Doc Ock. Uh, William Defoe's coming back as Green Goblin. And then uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro. Like, in your brain, you, like, had to kind of consider, like, oh, shit, maybe, like, Toby and Andrew are coming back. And And that was all they had to do. And then, yeah. and then you, of course, you had the leaks too. And then that leaks just stirred up even a little more drama. Cause then, like, what Andrew went on some late night show and was like, Yeah, it's, it's Photoshop. It's not me. And it was like, Huh. And then you went to see the movie. And I remember in the movie when they're on the Statue of Liberty, I'm like, That's that exact fucking frame right there. Mm. <laughs> I was like, You're a good liar, dude. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I'd be tripping for a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, like, that that is a growing problem because even for video games like as soon as a game comes out the spoilers are all up in youtube and everything and it's like come on yeah I but, know, um, man. sucks i i was going into it without thinking they were in the movie hoping they were but i didn't i didn't want to bet any chips on it that they were so it was a pleasant like it was a okay it was a surprise, but then it wasn't because I made the mistake of listening to the soundtrack. Uh, you're right. You heard the cues. Yeah. Oh, heard, no. Yeah. I heard Andrew's theme and then it turned into Toby's responsibility theme. And then I was like, nah, they in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's only totally you happening. Guys, you guys are the only two dudes that I would know to have a fucking soundtrack spoil a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure other people would too. And that's awesome, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only other time that that's happened to me for was uh, Man of Steel, just because uh, I listened to that track, If You Love These People, before the movie came out. And then, like, the way the music was crescendoing and building up, I was like, oh, he did. <laughs> what about what about when we listened to uh, BVS, the, like, Batman vs. Superman track? Uh, and it was like, I think it was when Superman is like about to die or some shit. Yeah. And it was like a sad version of the music. <laughs> His theme song, we were like, oh, he's going to fucking die. They're going to kill him, you know? But yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's like if you <laughs> really like him. pick up on music cues, you know, you kind of know what's happening in a scene before you even see it. I imagine, yeah. especially for you guys, since you guys are, you know, professionals in that kind of work. <laughs> you are, Quote, unquote. <laughs> We all technically we all are because we all have bachelor's degrees in it. Technically, that is true. That is true. Legally yeah. speaking, we're professionals, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I mean, speak for myself here. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. But mm. I, I mean, I think you guys are. That's just me. Well, thank you, thank you. I but yeah, it's it. just it was just it's just uh, I don't know. It was just um, it was interesting though going into that movie, especially after all, all of our conversations too yeah like i said just picking out like the thing with andrew and marshawn and just watching the whole movie was great because i could just think of not only us recording this but break room conversations because i mean at this point like everything's anything could fucking happen yeah right right? i mean i'll be on i feel like almost anything maybe not everything but almost anything can happen at this point um Um. so unfortunately i think you guys are gonna get that andrew movie (laughs) or him in a movie 
it's okay it's like i just i don't like i'd be okay with it if i wasn't so sure that they'd find a way to fuck it up right like it's because it's so perfect like i was so happy seeing him on screen at least one more time if that was the last time i'd be absolutely fine with it was it was it nice to have a christmas morning in in this year technically when when you saw andrew come through that portal yeah that, um, <laughs> it's like, fuck. I, I bro i was so happy like it, it uh i was like, so bummed I, that i saw it late and i got no reactions like in my theater it was a small town i got no reactions oh, and i was damn. like fuck. And so i basically imagine you guys in my head <laughs> oh, like, i was like I went... again i already had it spoiled for me so i was like i want to be excited too Mm. you know so i just thought about my homies and how excited they'd be and i was like yo i know they're tripping i mean i know they've seen it already but like (laughs) they're tripping in this scene for sure fucking when um so it was two instances like of the hypest parts for us but jordan fucking like literally jumped out of his seat when he saw charlie cox (laughs) because he didn't know like he had no idea that that was even like a rumor swirling or anything Mm. so he didn't know but me and him both like reacted as soon as electro like his theme started playing for a split second we were like (laughs) 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 it was cool can we talk about how cool jamie fox was in this one yeah i was way way better in this movie than in two i think (laughs) and that's not his fault in two it was they was just giving shit material if you ask me it, it was partially his fault with the haircut that he gave himself and the like. Oh, well, like, he gave himself that? Well, yeah, because, you know, most actors, most, like, really good actors want to be, like, want to disappear into their oh, roles. And he was trying okay. to do that shit. I didn't know shit. he did that. I didn't yeah, know he, was, he did that. Okay. He, was, he was on that shit, and that kind of fucked it up. Like, you know, but in this one, it made, it was cool that they, like, kind of acknowledged it. He was like, oh, I look, I look way better here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh electro i think i mentioned last time electro is my favorite spider-man villain so he was nice that, that's the best i'd ever seen him really like in any type of media that where i just like thoroughly enjoyed him other than the ps4 game when he said when he told to, uh andrew when he was like you're not even the shit no more <laughs> and then and then andrew's like oh, come on you know like that was great because i because he was having some really good banter with him and Andrew, him Spider. and they were having the best answer. I loved it. Cause as soon as they show up and Andrew speaks to him, he's like, Hey, what's up, Max? And then he just like moves. <laughs> like he knows he's about to zap him. Like I was yeah. like, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> and he was so chill. Right. As, or, or Andrew's Spider-Man, like when he was swinging, he was a very yeah. chill, like pro Spider-Man. Like he, he was, was pulling, like, I think he was pulling his punches in that too. Yeah, or he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't pulling his punches. I'm sorry. He wasn't I mean, pulling his punches in that. Cause I, mean, I think he had a really strong connection with, with Max probably it was kind of this funny because like when he saved him i guess at the end when they like you know cured him and whatnot it was just funny when he was like i thought you were uh <laughs> i thought you i thought you were gonna be black you know and he's like i'm sorry man yeah <laughs> i'm sorry man <laughs> <laughs> it was great yeah that was that was and is his in like hit the arc reactor thing did that turn you guys off to him having the arc, arc reactor as his main power source or whether were cool. you like that's kind of cool like I, I was like, I didn't mind it. It yeah. like, it wasn't really even his main power source or anything. He was just using you. it to be more like to be, be more powerful. It was like that's something Electro would do. So it, okay, I, I, I had no clue. <laughs> no, nah, I it 
I didn't see it as oh here we go with the Tony Stark influence now. I, <laughs> I was just like, I, I thought I mean, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was that, and then um, something really cool was uh, uh, Octavius holding the arc reactor and saying his line again because that's literally the technology yep. he was trying to make. Right. Yeah, that was sick. Power of the sun. Awesome. <laughs> In the palm of your hand. But you know. It would have been, and this is where I get gripey, but this is just for fan service in general, right? It would have been cool to see Goblin, the Green Goblin, cause some more collateral damage. Like, if he had ramped up the chaos a little bit, but there was too much going on in the movie for them to do that, obviously. Yeah. But it would have been cool, because, you know, like in Spider-Man 1, when he's got, like, the kids on the, the uh, that, uh, I don't fucking know Gondola. what that shit's called. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. That and he's got MJ on one side, and he's like, you know, you we are who we choose to be. Choose. It would have been cool if like he had kind of tried to give Tom that same ultimatum, but Andrew and Toby were like, you know, he doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah. Would have been like, oh, and you know, and played up more of the Toby or yeah, the Toby uh Spider-Man and Green Goblin dynamic a little bit more. They didn't even talk. They didn't even talk, and I was like, damn it. That yeah, would have been know. so cool. Because, you know, like, when he got stabbed by Green Goblin, I was like, I, ca- oh, I that, was a, that was the only time where I was like, I call bullshit on that, because Spider-Sense, <laughs> right? Spider-Sense. Yeah. It would have came in. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Spider-Sense would have activated, and he would have just, like, done some cool Spider-Man shit and avoided it. Because uh, my, my girlfriend, Jay, was like, as soon as he got stabbed, she was like, "Oh, y'all doing too much." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there was no real reason to stab him, you know. Yeah. Like again, like I said in the last podcast, if you were gonna try to harm him, I, take his leg. I would have been cool with that, <laughs> you know. If he tried to do the flip, flip again, if he if he tried to do that backflip from the first yeah. movie, but like just just Fuck got up. caught slipping, I would have been like, <laughs> okay, cool call back. And you know, people want to see the whole Mayday Parker. Spider Girl thing now people are starting to talk like that and I'm like well I can't really I can't really visualize it with Toby's Peter Parker quite yeah yet so (laughs) I would I would rather see like a Spider Man Rain type of thing with Toby maybe uh maybe I don't know I want to see shit with Toby but (laughs) you're just done done with Toby I'm done like just because like. I was going through those games again. Uh, I was streaming uh, all the Spider-Man games and I got to Spider-Man too. And I was talking with some of the people in chat. I was like, there's no way Toby is pulling black cat. There's absolutely no fucking way his <laughs> Spider-Man is pulling black cat. <laughs> just cause, just cause Toby's just random or his, his, his energy isn't he's there. He's like he's so blah. If he was a spice, he'd be flower. Like he's just <laughs> fucking boring. <laughs> He was a spicy bee flower. <laughs> Damn, that's that's painful right there. It's like, painful. You, you know what I mean, though. Like he's he has no personality. Like No Way Home is the most personality I've seen Toby have as as Spider Man. Out of breath. That is the <laughs> most personality I have seen him like with as Spider Man. I don't know, man. Have and, you seen those Bully Maguire memes on YouTube? Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're the- amazing. <laughs> yeah the continuity was like or some of the continuity i was surprised that they like like were kind of off a little bit like with with what 
like some of their back stories like when uh i think uh ned was asking him did he have a best friend in his universe and he was like i did you know and he tried to kill me or, or he said yeah he tried to kill me uh but he died in my arms yeah, yeah. we're all fucked up and then andrew's yeah. like dude <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then like because like i was like that's probably not the right order of events right like harry did try to kill peter but then he helped him out you know yeah. at the end of three and then he got stabbed and killed he but, the redemption arc he yeah. Just, yeah he just didn't mention that and then when he was retelling the story about his uncle ben's killer and stuff he's like he's like yeah you know i hunted the man down and i got what i wanted but i'm like you i'm like I, yeah i'm like i'm like you're kind of missing an extra step there right because i'm like <laughs> i'm like you thought you killed you he's like you thought you killed your uncle's killer but it turns out that the guy was still alive. I found him, tried to kill him too. Well, he he kind of stepped around that because it's it's easy to forget, but I watched it on YouTube, like obviously bootleg, but anyway. <laughs> um, he says, I tried to hunt down the man I thought I, I thought killed Uncle Ben and I got what I wanted. Not that he killed him, but that the man fell. So it was the same result that mm. he wanted. But... Yeah, that's all he said. So it, it's still, it's just an easy, easy to miss part where he said thought he killed Uncle. Yeah, that yeah that part went right over my head. Probably because <laughs> I was just nerdgasming over the sight of just seeing fucking Toby and Toby. Andrew hunched yeah. over in Spider Man position talking to fucking Tom Holland. That was, like that whole scene was that was my favorite scene in the movie. That was the cool scene. That whole that whole because it is like from. I'm not a Spider-Man fan, so I wasn't really necessarily looking at it like, I mean, I like Spider-Man, obviously, but I'm not, again, I'm not, it's not like Dragon Ball Z back there, you know what I mean? Right. Like that, like that is. It's not like it's for you guys. So, like, when that scene happened, I remember, like, I enjoyed it a lot as thinking about an opportunity where you get to speak to your future selves and, and the, the fuck-ups they had yeah. at a moment in time where you're about to make a decision that could be a possible fuck-up that they made or similar to, or as bad. And I thought yeah. that was so sick seeing like, like I thought, you know, I'd love to write that kind of story myself, but thinking about like a, like a 18 year old me getting advice from like my 30 year old self now, almost 30 year old self now. And then like a 40 something year old version, that would be so that's just like, just thinking about that being real is it's really cool. I don't know. It's just really, I don't, I can't think of the right word for it. It's just really cool. It's comforting almost. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. And then I've been thinking about like writing a story like that. So seeing that on screen was like, I don't know, it's cool. It's, it's inspiring, I guess. It was, it cool. was very inspirational. What do you guys think about like the best picture nominations that they're trying to push this movie for? Um, what are they? Like for, for the Oscars, they're like actually going for your oh, consideration, really? best picture. Interesting. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be real with you. Fuck the Academy. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, just because everything has become so goddamn pretentious, and I'm like, 20 <laughs> years ago, okay, more than that, 30 plus years ago, Alien won Oscars. Like, right. and it's a horror film. We like they're all movies. It doesn't matter if they're spectacle movies. Like, if the movie made like. No Way Home not only got a whole bunch of people to go to the theater during a pandemic, 
just to enjoy it made everyone happy like yeah it definitely how did. is that not a, how does that not qualify it to be a best picture because it made people feel things it doesn't matter if it was a superhero movie it doesn't matter like whatever kind of movie it was it made the general audience and the critical audience all agree <laughs> that it's good yeah that's all that matters <laughs> the academy is gonna be like but dude <laughs> but dune was good did you see all that sand did you see all those vistas dune. <laughs> I, okay i'm gonna say this too yeah but zendaya think, was also in dune i i'm gonna say that too like dune also deserves to be there i only say that just because like denny had been wanting to make that movie since he was a teenager and he got to do it he like, did and it it's good like a lot of shit's happening in it, but I still felt things watching it. Like, he, I like, cared. I, I, I felt like it was a good movie. My only nitpick was that it just, like, ended, and it was, like, not... It was, like, in the middle of the movie. That's how I felt when it ended. And yeah, I was, like... Fair. I was, like, give me my $5 back, brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking... You fucking promoted this movie as just Dune. Not Dune Part 1. True. Just Dune. And I That's was like, true. and and so for me, I was just like, no, 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 no. You 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 got you, you can't just you can't just get me invested like that. And I'm I mean I guess sequels obviously have their their place for you know leaving things open for a continuation. But that one was so blatant that it was just yeah. like it, it hurt it, my feelings. At least I would say LOTR did the same thing, but those movies have a definitive end to them. I feel good after watching like the first fellowship of the ring or whatever yeah I'm, I'm like okay cool this is this is it like and then i have to wait until like next december to see two towers yeah. cool i'm down <laughs> it wasn't like a like it wasn't like a hard cut cliffhanger like dune was yeah <laughs> that's fair. yeah yeah but you know i agree with what you're saying with like the best picture so get the academy they i feel like the, the academy is starting to become uh like the people's choice awards and yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing i mean most people don't really see oscar winning movies anyway so you know Those are, they have pretentious as directors that punch down on everything else and, and it's not and yeah it's not appealing like it's like i don't want to go see this asshole's movie like it wasn't 100 percent on my radar but now that you're like getting mad and trashing other people's movies just because nobody saw yours mm. like i don't that makes it's your attitude that makes me not want to see it now not so much the movie it's i don't know like i feel bad for them just because like you know you put in all that work on a movie and then it doesn't do numbers like it's supposed to, and then people just miss it. I understand the frustration, but it is misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all of those artists, all of those type of directors will end up being straight to streaming directors because it's becoming, it's not a bad thing, right? They look down on straight to DVD movies for decades, right? But now they're in a position where they have to say, what's more important? Do you want your movie to make money or do you want it to find an audience somewhere for people to see yeah. it? I would, if I were one of those directors, I'd be like, listen, put me on Netflix, put me on HBO Max, whatever you got to do to get all eyes to watch it. Cool. You know? Yeah. Because there's no way like something like, uh, 
you know, like the last duel, you know, will be making like fucking seven hundred million dollars. It's just not the the the, or better yet, West Side Story. That's the more recent movie that came out uh, with the Steven Spielberg. You know, like that's not a movie that you look at a trailer and you're like, man, that's a must see. That's a day one must see. No. It's, it's more. It's more like, oh, I'll catch it. I'll catch it on streaming, you know. And it. Are there it any of those coming out besides Batman? Any <laughs> what? Like, dog, oh, gotta gotta go to the because, th- like, what I mean by that is, like, let's see. Um, obviously, a lot of people have come back out of the movie theaters, myself included, just for Spider Man, and that kind of plays into Daniel's, you know, um, what you were saying last year of the future of movies, you know, and I think it mm-hmm. kind of touches on what you're saying now with the whole like directors going to direct movies that go straight to streaming services because you take a look at all the movies that came out this year did any of them come close to spider-man not really i mean i think that made like 400 million or something like that but that's chump change compared to (laughs) spider-man spider-man broke or broke a record or ended up in like the top bracket of some shit right opening weekend i think yeah number three or something something nutty I, yeah. I guess what i'm trying to say is is that unfortunately we live in a time where people are going to be more picky about their movies and they're going to be looking for the magic that you're explaining like damn i gotta go see that in theaters yeah that's yeah. A, the only two movies i've felt that way about and i still to right now still do i'm still not 100 convinced on dr strange yet and that's batman and spider-man and i've already seen oh, spider-man totally and so batman will be the next one and then i mean i i well i might go see dr strange but like you're gonna go see Doctor Strange. <laughs> You're gonna I mean, go maybe, see. Strange. I don't know. If I have a job, I probably will. If you start hearing some wacky shit like "Yo, I, I can't believe like Ben Affleck's Daredevil was in it," like you're gonna be like, "What? Huh?" Okay. Yeah. Like if I hear some gnarly rumors like that, then yeah, I'll probably go see it. Not but that if, that's but a if rumor, but... but if everyone's, I know. I'm just saying, like, if if any multiverse character that they tease is in it, I'm gonna be like, "All right, fuck." It's gonna be just like Matt Murdock. And, you know, Charlie Cox, I'm going to be like, fuck, I got to go see this now. But if I hold off and then everyone's like, yeah, it was a Doctor Strange movie. They're just like hinted at some stuff, but you didn't really see anything. I'm going to be like, I'll just wait for fucking Disney Plus then. Like you do it for Eternals. Yep. That's coming out I next did it. week. I did it. I, is it? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm actually kind of excited because I mean, I mean, even with Black Widow, like I know that every, like Black Widow, everyone like shit on before I saw it. And I saw it and like I liked it, but I didn't like Taskmaster. <laughs> but like, and it got kind of ruined the movie for me. But even then, I was like, "Yo, like I'm I'm gonna go get some good ass fast food and I'm gonna make a day out of this shit." So that's how I feel about Marvel movies now on Disney Plus. I'm like, I'm gonna go get some fast food, and fucking sit my ass down right here, and enjoy my fucking movie. That's right. how I am about it. So yeah, I I I, I understand what you're saying though, because after. Like real talk, after seeing Spider Man, I'm actually less excited for Doctor Strange. Really? So I, my only Elaborate. issue, my only big issue, is he's not Sorcerer Supreme anymore. And I was like, well, then what's the point? He's just, te- he's just a, Doctor Strange again. He's just it was normal. A Doctor technicality Strange. though, technicality. Then you fix it. <laughs> then you say, oh, he's back. Give it back to him. There's a whole. There's Wong doesn't seem ladder. happy being it. He's just like, I've been fucking busy doing all this shit. I thought he's you were an abomination. I was, but then I kind of was gone for five years. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> he doesn't want to be it. Dude, what's the point? It's like, it's like if you just made Spider-Man, you're just like, okay, Spider-Man's just Peter Parker. He's no longer Spider-Man. But he has his powers, though. Don't get, don't get me wrong. He's still swing. He's just, 
He's just not. Yeah, I'm just not Spider-Man anymore. Uh, It's NBD. But I'm still getting my own movie, though. Like, what? Yeah, that's Fix that shit, Marvel. What the fuck? Come on, man. Like, just if I mean, if you kill Doctor Strange off, then sure. We can have another Sorcerer Supreme. But he's a franchise. His whole franchise is built off him being the Sorcerer Supreme. It's all there. We did watch a whole movie of him becoming Sorcerer Supreme. Oh my God, yes! And then having to retread on this. It's like, here's why I'm the Sorcerer Supreme. Like, that's what the sequel should be, but that's what Infinity War was. Like, here's why I'm Sorcerer Supreme. Good point. Now, back to multiverse, it's like, him fixing all this is going to make him Sorcerer Supreme again, and it's like, we we weren't there to see what it was like without you being that so um, that's fair that's fair like i i get what you're saying though yeah it's but, just that's that's just a, it was just a turn off to me but that's yeah. like my only and the only reason it's a turn off is because of the one other problem i said these spider-man movies have fucking mentors i don't give a shit like i understand we have to understand how they got there but you could have cut out so much of that dr strange shit and put in all the shit that Daniel was talking about earlier. And it would have been, it, it would have been, it's still great, but it would have been so sick. It would have been even like another cherry on top. There's two. He mm-hmm. well, strange is the only catalyst we would have had to get Toby and Andrew in it. Right. So. And I, and, 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 and I, I know that's why they added it. it. It wouldn't make sense for him not to be there, but I'm just saying was... like, as a movie standpoint, I think it's, it's supposed to be more of a love letter to Spider-Man fans than just an MCU thing. Because, yeah, it's the multiverse, but we don't fucking see any other Marvel character from the multiverse besides Spider-Man characters. So I understand that he's he's the catalyst and, like, the trigger that started it all, and that's why he's there. So it makes sense. But it would have been cool to, like, cut maybe some of that out and done some of the things that you guys have been talking about. That sounds more exciting than him having banter with, you know, the the Scooby and the gang, you know? Like, (laughs) you know, they could have cut that banner down a little more. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Anyways, here's something I'm gonna run Marshawn. past. I'm sorry, I, I got triggered. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, Marshawn, Marshawn, you, multiverse of madness. What did, what did you? Oh, why are you less uh, excited? I, for I completely it? fucking interrupted you because I got. Triggered. Oh no, dude, you're fine. I'm just less excited for it just because I'm like this with Spider-Man. It's like that part of the multiverse stuff. Like that's what I cared about the most is is spider-man i'm not like a huge doctor strange fan and i know multiverse of madness could include a lot of other things but beyond all of that i was expecting strange to be like i wasn't expecting him to be so willing you know like to yeah he just like did it yeah like i was expecting strange coming up like i was expecting him to carry the weight that this motherfucker got tony stark killed like him carrying so irresponsible yeah like him just kind of like i don't know sitting there in the sanctum all alone or some shit like that just like brooding about this whole thing like about what happened like in game about everything that just happened and i was hoping multiverse of madness would be kind of him coming to terms with that like with the weight he had to carry like no being the only person who knew you know what the end game was and that he knew tony stark had to die like how much like that part of being sorcerer supreme being like knowing all like some kind of existential crisis 
that's what i was hoping <laughs> yeah. the movie would be but now it just seems like it's going to be more of a spectacle kind of thing my, my whole thing was is the fact that like in in game um what's her name uh dr strange's mentor oh the the uh the, the ancient one the ancient one she says to banner that you know strange is supposed to be the best of us and yeah. then he just willingly does this shit in Spider-Man. And I'm like, I get it. It's for the narrative. But I was just like, that makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, well, I think it's like one of those things where it's like he has to learn to stop playing with things that are considered easy right. fixes, you know, like, because I feel like that should have been something he learned in the first Doctor Strange with the time stone. Right. But he ended up bending the rules to the point where it worked. Everything had a happy ending for everybody. So. He was, I mean, I, do it again. I could see that that could be, start to become like an addiction, like almost like, I don't know if you guys are Buffy fans, but uh, there was like this uh, long arc with this character called Willow, who was like into like sort like witchcraft and stuff like that. And it started off very cute. She was having these cool powers and it was becoming so easy for her that she wasn't able to see down the line, like, oh shit, I'm really like abusing the fuck out of these <laughs> skills and it just made her it, it almost made her a bad a bad guy right mm -hmm. so, so it could be cool if in like multiverse of madness like someone is legitimately confronting him with something that he did and has continued to do uh you know and it's like you fucked with the time stone more than once you risked everybody or you risked what i don't know have the universe to hopefully get a, an outcome you right. know and then three you just like played with everyone's memories more than once because he did it at a party oh, he made people yeah. forget so you know now he's doing this shit with peter and it's gone off the rails so it like like even though it was peter's fault it technically like wasn't all his fault no, like, I, I feel like it's more dr strange's fault because he agreed to do yeah. it yeah yeah, and, like, like, and whenever you know, he's like, hey, can you just, can you just, add? okay, fine. I'm like, you can stop adding, right? You know, you can do that. Yeah. Like at any point, so you would stop adding people to the spell. <laughs> so, so would it be cool? And this is just a hot take. I might be, I'm probably wrong on this and this probably won't happen. But how cool would it be if in Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange we know has to die and the alternate reality version gets his opportunity to redeem himself? Well, then that completely ruins the character <laughs> the character that you just built up no but what if they become the one like what if they just have to if, merge if, or some shit if they merged that would be cool like some but, dragon ball shit that would because because be cool. wasn't that other doctor strange wasn't he trying to absorb a, another universe doctor strange I can't remember the what if episodes. And what if, yeah, he had, he had like accumulated so much skills that he was like I'm just gonna start I'm just gonna go after like myself <laughs> i can't even remember how that episode ended to be honest with you even though it was one of my more favorite he, ones i don't he ended remember. up in like a pocket universe like I remember some that because like, yeah. he was i thought he was trying to save like his, his girlfriend his girl. or whatever from yeah. something i thought that's what he was doing but i could be wrong that's yeah he, he was and then he finally got her back and then it started to peel reality and then he got <laughs> yeah gotcha okay yeah no that makes sense yeah 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 i'm remembering now yeah, more than likely that won't happen. He'll that evil strange will just show up and do some type of like shifty stuff until he finds an opportunity to fuck them over. Maybe. I would, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a couple things I, I 
I don't think that they'll do that I'd like them to do because I feel like this movie um, should be more crazy on the multiverse scale than Spider-Man was. It's like Spider-Man was just Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. It would have been it way cooler to see like, see like other shit from like you were saying Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Not necessarily that one necessarily, but you know. Well, I mean, what else, I what else could it be? <laughs> X-Men? We see some... Okay, I have heard the X-Men rumors. I have it, yeah, yeah. And I've seen some cool. stuff with Professor Xavier, so... Doubtful. <laughs> okay, that would look, be pretty I, funny. I, if that happens, yes, I will go to the theater. Absolutely. I'm I mean, very doubtful of that. I, I am too, Marshall. <laughs> I am too. I'm trying to think of all the stuff Sam Raimi would be attracted to. You know, like as a as a Marvel fan himself, like I could see some type of cameo with like Ghost Rider, not necessarily like the I've Ghost seen Rider. Some Ghost Rider stuff floating around. I think it's yeah, rumors, though. like not necessarily like the full regalia Ghost Rider with the jacket and the motorcycle shit, but like the spirit of Vengeance yeah. itself. Like that would be cool to see Strange come across that or do something that releases it. Yeah, you know. That would be cool, but I don't know. Just something that feels like very Sam Raimi-ish, you know? It's supposed to be a horror movie, like, or kind of lightly a horror movie, it, right? It was until <laughs> when Scott Derrickson was a part of it, it was pretty much a horror movie. So now um, it's a horror movie? Now it's a Sam Raimi movie. Okay. I wonder what he had planned. I think probably like in 10, 15 years, we'll hear Scott Derrickson's take and be like, damn, that would have been cool, but risky. I think his villain would have been Nightmare. I think mm. that's what he said. Um, and it, it was I think that's what that was before it was called the multiverse of madness. Mm. But um anyway, yeah. Jesus, I forgot Baron Mordo was in the movie. <laughs> oh, the bill is finally about to come due. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Yeah. You know, at least that's what he says at the end of Doctor Strange. He's like, the bill comes due. <laughs> Always. He looked cool as shit, by the way. Is his dreads? Dreads are so sick. <laughs> I wish yeah, I was like, people could pull off, man. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm losing my hair first off, but man, I would try it. And then once you guys dog to clown on me once, I'd be like, all right, I got my, I got my worth out of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see where he fits in all of this, right? Because like, is he just trying to ex, or is he just trying to get Doctor Strange? you know out the game you know yeah. and, and just balance everything or is he just more of a chaotic thing but that's besides the point back to back to spider-man i'm sorry we, we kind of jumped into oh, dr good. strange because dr strange is one uh, kyle are you still good on time i know it's uh, i do have to bounce out of here in a minute unless you had something else you wanted to bring up of uh, venom oh yeah i'm not talking about some venom <laughs> a little bit my I, I do have i do have it on the way but i, I have a few minutes yeah Venom in the after credits scene or one of the after credit scenes showing up and just like chilling at that bar trying to figure out what's going on in the world made, was pretty funny. Made me want to watch the Venom movies. I've still never seen them. Yeah, you're good. I, <laughs> <laughs> well now we know. Well now we're we're now we can live happy knowing that there is an Eddie Brock in the MCU somewhere that we haven't seen that could be played by Tom Hardy or someone Maybe. else. Like it's it's for sure. Come on, come you know, on. I'm saying like, because they may go a different route. Like I've noticed lately, there's been a trend of making Harry Venom. I have seen that too, and I don't want to see that either. I don't. I don't want to see. But I don't want to see that. 
like also i had an idea for casting for mcu's eddie brock uh who i don't fucking know how to pronounce his name but uh <laughs> uh i think it's darce montgomery that dude oh Dockery montgomery yeah, yeah i always say Dockery, but Dockery. that's probably doc but i'm sure it's Dockery. some shit like that something uh yeah him i was i was thinking about it. i was like i was thinking about him as a billy in stranger things i was like yeah he could play a complete dick like he's got a douchey face but yeah i i would see him as eddie brock i could see that i want to get like i want to get like i want to get like a legitimate like bodybuilder size actor playing eddie brock i want somebody to tower over tom holland so like because that's kind of the cool thing about eddie brock right is that like he's like he's not huge he's huge He's, but he's not like superhuman, but he was an imposing dude to Peter Parker. So like the idea that he's like this physical presence getting this like shit with the power of Spider-Man. Yeah. It would just be cool, like cool to me, like really like fucking like gritty, but I don't know who they would cast for that, you know. If only Brock Lesnar could act. Brock Lesnar, uh, I would do John Bernthal if he were to get Jack. Yeah, I but would he's... love to see Venom with some Jimmy Johns. <laughs> But you know, I know, but I know people love him as the <laughs> Jimmy Chuck commercials. Yeah, I know people. I know people love him as the Punisher. So I'm just like, you know. Oh that, God, I want that so bad. I'm it a could big happen. Fan of, of John Berthold as the Punisher. It could happen in like all the Spider Man or the Tom I Holland Spider Man. I want to see all sequels. those Netflix characters in fucking MCU. That's I don't there. think all of them are. Yeah, I was like, I don't think all of them are gonna make it. But yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> well, look, yeah. I, I do have to get going, guys. It's all good, man. You guys stay safe out of there. Be healthy. You too, Likewise. Man. Later, boys. Peace. Later. But yeah, like what you were saying, I think, I think, uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see what if they go a route that has Eddie Brock or a route that has Harry. Hopefully not Harry, because uh, yeah. you're right. I that is a thing. I, I it's because I I think the games are uh, the PS4 Insomniac game. I think they're going the route where Harry is Venom, and I'm like. Eh. Pause. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if it if it leads back to Eddie Brock or something somehow, like if it gets off of him, gets onto Peter, and then gets onto yeah. Eddie Brock, I'd be like, okay, cool, weird way to get to him, but you know, yeah, it's a roundabout way to get to him. It but... seems like a Sony verse. It seems like a the Amazing Spider Man type of storyline. Yeah, it though you're talking about the one in Insomniac. Yes. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> Like Oscorp using a weird science procedure yeah, thing just to save Harry. It, it, yeah, I, I, I mean, I like those games and everything. I just beat Miles Morales again today and forgot about like half of that game's plot, and then I'm just like, wow, this is pretty solid. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, I, I don't want to see Harry become Venom, and uh, honestly, I don't really even want to see venom in the next spider-man movie no no they gotta work their way up to it yeah i would rather like i want to see something to where it's just uh, i know everybody says this but peter fighting like the mob or something that'd be cool we could get daredevil involved i think it'd be a really cool like you could kind of make not a dual movie because it's very much spider-man's movie but you could make it like they're both trying to live their lives, but also solve this one problem. Oh yeah, together. it could be cool. It could be yeah. really cool because it would show like the dichotomy, right? 
of like Peter learning that lesson from his other Spider-Man of not going too far and killing yeah. like, uh, but but Daredevil, like especially like the Frank Miller Daredevil, like really teetered at the edge of like almost killing people yeah. he had personal problems with, like Bullseye. Like if they put Bullseye in a Spider-Man movie with Daredevil, like in Kingpin as like a major overarching villain. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool because then you could have a moment where like maybe they beat Bullseye and Daredevil's like, you know, holding them up about to throw them off of a like ledge or something. Spider-Man's like, don't do that, you know? And he's just like, you're right, Peter. Or you're right, Spider-Man. I, you're absolutely right about that. However, I think if they... This is wishful thinking, but if they redid the Electra thing just for the third time, let's try it one more time. <laughs> but Bullseye kills uh, Electra like he does in the comic books, and Peter is there. Mm. And uh, he stops, like Toby stopped him from killing Green Goblin. He stops Daredevil from doing it. But that's a story you do later. You don't do that for the next movie. But yeah, it's like three movies. That's like if you're doing like the Mafia trilogy or something. Yeah, <laughs> like the mob. <laughs> that um, something like that, like I think, would be kind of cool because it shows that Peter learned that lesson. Yeah, yeah, and that he just helped somebody even though they're like 15, 20 years older than him. Fifteen, but <laughs> fifteen years older than him, like helped him with that like i don't know it's like paying it forward like what aunt may wanted him to do i would like to see it go the opposite direction like like he tries to help daredevil deal with that like i like you know you know it's not the right thing to do and then he just takes a frank miller-esque turn daredevil and just like chucks him off of a building you know doesn't kill doesn't kill bullseye but you know like in the comics just like you know fucks him up pretty bad and that like kind of disintegrates the daredevil spider-man relationship uh yeah i could see that like it's like we're not the same it's like you have these (laughs) yeah it's like yeah we both dress in costumes but my like our ideologies are like completely different yeah at this point you know even though their their father figures were killed in the same in the same way, it just shows that, like, actually, it's the same thing as uh, Batman and Green Arrow. Both of them lost their parents, but one chose to deal with it in a different way than the other. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. That's, like, a really cool way to introduce, you know, the vigilante side of the MCU, because we yeah. are kind of not, we kind of haven't had the vigilante aspects we've just been dealing with like gods and uh you know spies, spies and aliens and yeah, all that stuff that uh, yeah we don't, we don't uh, scientists i guess like the sciencey side we don't have anything that's like down like not down to earth but just something that you can go outside and expect to happen <laughs> yeah like i would love to see like years down the line, like a Tom Holland movie where he's like got it, he's got the Spider-Man lifestyle balance, but it I would like to see it with an aesthetic of like taxi driver or some shit. Just really scummy, you know, yeah. just really scummy New York vibes. You know, that's yeah. that's the only way you can introduce like a character like Venom is to really kind of go for like the Todd McFarlane 90s 
era of Spider-Man where everything is more scary. Yeah, I I agree. It's grimier. It's like New York turned into Gotham partially. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, you think of some of these characters, right? Like the lizard. The lizard technically should be more frightening than yeah he's been portrayed right it's like a dude that tries to cure his arm and turns into this lizard brain lizard right in the sewers in the sewers and he's got to go into the fucking sewers to get him and shit like that yeah. could be really scary and cool it's i think it's just like you know we got to market to the kids like yeah fuck those kids <laughs> yeah i think some of that is hurting it and i like hurting spider-man in a way but I'm I'll be honest like No Way Home is what made me realize that even that sent statement I just made it's not 100% true because that fight with Green Goblin is fucking it's brutal like yeah it's not you know R-rated brutal or anything but it you feel the tensity like those you feel those hits yeah and everything and I I think like it shows that Imagine if Peter's doing that to other crim- just common criminals, like a whole fight sequence where he's just like wailing on these guys or something like that. Like it can be done. Yeah, like I would love to see. I yeah, like you're completely 100 percent right. That it that that was the that was kind of like them <laughs> saying, like, we're listening, we are listening to you guys, you know, because I think everybody still fantasizes, or not fantasizes, but everybody still holds the final fight of the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man up to a high level because that fight was so like life brutal. and death. It was brutal and it was like, oh man, he could actually die in this. Yeah. You know, even though you know it's his movie, there's no way he's gonna fucking die in it, but... I mean... It, he, but, yeah. <laughs> but the way it was shot, like, I mean, when he's just like trying to get up, gets that punch to the face and that just like bloody yeah, spit the- just comes out to the camera you're like wow this life is really actually pretty terrifying yeah that he's gone down and that's what i kind of felt in no way home when he's just like getting jumped by these super villains that he took all at once to an apartment which i thought was kind of stupid i was like i would have taken them one at a time <laughs> one at a time <laughs> like batman says in justice league save one one person just keep yeah. going just that, well, I think it would have been smart to take Octavius with him just because, like, just because, like, take Octavius and one other. Yeah. Like, each time, just because once he, you know, got, like, once he fixed the inhibitor chip, bro, Doc Ock was, like, a real one. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, he was a friend. He was <laughs> a felt- true friend. I felt safe. <laughs> <laughs> Those tentacles, yeah, they weren't fucking giving them gobbledygook. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, I can understand some people's complaints that it backpedals on Otto's character development to where he overcame them himself. But I'm like, bro, we don't give a fuck about that. We saw it. <laughs> like, we we we're taking into knowledge that he doesn't have that right now. He doesn't have. He didn't have that talk with Peter to get control let's just fix we know the inhibitor chip was the problem fix it and then let's just get on with the plot we don't care that it retreaded on this like just let it go just let it go (laughs) yeah 
that is a that's a common complaint that I I've been seeing on YouTube uh, essays and things like that. I'm like, can y'all really? just let that shit go? Yeah, that's a common thing. Like I haven't I watched over, any of those. They're quite good. I would highly recommend Implicitly Pretentious. That channel is fantastic. Like I learned, I've been a Spider-Man fan all my life, pretty much, and I still learn stuff about the character from his channel. Oh, okay. He does a very good character analysis. Like, as you as a writer, I think it would help just to listen to, like, the things that he breaks down. I think it would be, like, you should definitely look at his channel. Okay, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Take a yeah, look for sure. He's, a, he's really good. Um, I will plug him anywhere, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere, anywhere there's Spider-Man dis- uh, discussion. He needs to be in the conversation in some form. Yeah, it's really but, interesting how like we all have a take on Spider-Man and none of them are wrong. Like none, it's really hard to make a wrong Spider-Man take as long as like the essence feels like there. Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it, like all three of these Spider-Man together kind of prove that, right? Like you can you can like it's okay to like Toby Spider-Man. It's okay to like Andrew Garfield. I mean, for the Andrew Garfield supporters from day one, like me and you, (laughs) it felt really good to have people coming out going like, you know, Andrew was really, he was really fun and really great. I'm like, yes, go back and watch, you know, you but uh, in Tom Holland, you know, he has his fans as well. Like they're all good in their own way. He, this movie made me, Real come to that realization too that like there is no like when people say who's the best spider-man there isn't one they're they're all good equally they're all good (laughs) (laughs) sorry i thought of toby and (laughs) it was just it was just you almost spit up blood saying it almost uh (laughs) internal bleeding but it's the truth i have to swallow the truth and (laughs) like they're all good equally like there's no there's no one better than the other they're all written differently but they're all written well like it's because the performance of each character like they know their character they know the assignment like yeah uh and this movie really made me agree that tom is a good spider-man like i just like it he fleshed out his acting so much more he had so much to work with yeah and now I can buy him as Spider-Man. Like, because <laughs> I, like, I, I watch the movies because they're, you know, Spider-Man movies, but now I'm like, okay, I, I'm curious. I'm invested in this character. Well, yeah, because it was really interesting, right? Like, like, let's take it back to like 2015. You know, everybody was expecting uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 3 four five yeah. and six because they had it all mapped out back then and then you know news hits that they're just rebooting him with the new spider-man tom holland yeah your vi- like everyone's vision for P- like what peter parker would be like in the mcu was completely different than what we got in those first two movies like in my mind i thought it was just going to be some kid in queens that had like a you know like a quaint little place with his aunt may and was just doing his own thing, fully formed in the Spider-Man suit, all mm-hmm. that stuff, and just being Spider-Man. But what we got was a kid that was in Queens. Six months. 
Yeah, yeah, he has his own suit, kind of, and then Iron Man finds him on, like, YouTube or some shit, and then is like, I'm going to recruit this kid to take down a literal, like, war hero. Yeah. yeah, and so it just sounds like, I mean, it's an interesting way in, but it's just not the first thing that would come to anyone's mind if yeah. you could do it. So, you know, kudos to them for actually, like, making it make sense in the long run you know it is clear if you read interviews and stuff that they did not have foresight on this but (laughs) yeah but i think to be honest that's okay like yeah just course correct as you go along you don't have to map everything out you just you don't have to do that just don't be a Star Wars sequel trilogy. Just don't do that. Whatever. Don't do that. Yeah, whatever you do, don't do it. Yeah. Don't, it's beneficial that they had the same director on all three of these movies. Mm-hmm. But because he like he gets it, like he's he's understanding the character as he goes along and seeing what people like, seeing what people don't like. And I think see, far from home, not far from home, no way home shines where rise of rise of skywalker did not like <laughs> the think about it these are the same movies but one did it better mm. course correction yes <laughs> no you're right like, it they, they're not the same movies but they had the same purpose i feel like, like last jedi fucked things up so badly for trying to course correct that it was like an impossible task it was like anybody who they got to try to fix it was going to fail mm, I come disagree. on who who would have <laughs> fixed that movie how would you have fixed uh rise of skywalker given last jedi given last jedi um i think your first i think the first thing is double down on it how so double down on it in a way that like okay it's like okay i can't believe you just did this with all of these with all these characters but we're gonna roll with all the <laughs> crucial choices that you just made instead of backpedaling on them we're gonna roll with every cru- crucial choice you made and we're gonna go over this like story beat with a fine tooth comb and just let's get to the nitty-gritty of why you decided to do this like Mm -hmm. what was in your mind that made you think that this was going to be a good idea and explain that to this other person who's a very good writer and then they're going (laughs) to spin this shit like that i mean that's that's, how you fix that i mean that sounds like it sounds like going in it with the best intentions but that's literally what they did though with the rise of skywalker they were like hey listen I know what happened happened but we gotta like we gotta go forwards figure out how we're gonna we gotta get the fans back how do we get the fans back fan service but let's get palpatine (laughs) but no like see here's the point though here's the point i was trying to make spider-man did it in a way that like hey everybody would like to see like spider-verse happen right yeah Right. Everybody would like to see Toby and Andrew interact with Tom. That sounds wonderful. Okay. Now, somebody smart in the room was like, <laughs> how do we make them crucial to the plot? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. 
that is the question. You could have brought Palpatine back, but you have to make it make sense. But you I'm like, how? Make... How would it have made any sense? Or, or <laughs> I take that back. Just don't bring Palpatine back. Like, yes. Would you I'm have been Palpatine. as excited? Hmm? Would you have been as excited for Rise of Skywalker if they didn't bring him back, but promoted it with just Kylo Ren as the bad guy? And no other fan service. Yes, because I'm biased. Okay, okay. Because I'm I'm biased just because I liked Kylo Ren's character. Okay. If they could have sold me that he's a solid villain and doubled down on the fact that he is a villain, I'd have been fine with it because it makes sense. He killed Han Solo, and obviously we could see the the difficulty in his face on doing it, but he did it. Like he literally said, and then in the second one, kill the past, like or let the past die, kill it if you have to. That's literally what he did. And double down on that in the next movie. Don't just turn him good. Like, <laughs> we, we can't buy into that. It's like, bro, you killed Han Solo. Now you killed your master, but not because he was a bad dude. You killed him because you just wanted, you knew you could, and you just wanted to take his place. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no coming back from that like that was the problem with rise of skywalker is like trying to force feed you that no he was good all along it's like get that shit out of my face right now (laughs) like that doesn't add up with that's what i mean by double down on it Mm -hmm. like your fan service is too much fan service is going to ruin something true that was the problem isn't that the problem with ghostbusters um yeah are you talking about like the the uh i i I enjoyed it i thought it was the right amount thought it was the right amount of fan service in my mind but that's only because i'm not like a huge ghostbusters fan i just respect them enough to be like to know when i'm like being gypped and when i'm not like the 2016 ghostbusters i watched that going like man y'all are really y'all are really pushing it really pushing it but then in this one you know the cameos were like the right amount made the most sense emotionally like as a mechanism mm-hmm. for them to show up i was like like you were saying like make yeah. cameos make sense if they're gonna ha- appear Th- but that's yeah yeah it's like that's that feels like it's movie making 101 like when it comes <laughs> to making a threequel <laughs> a threequel like, yeah make it make sense if it if the first two movies are very disjointed or not disjointed but if they're they don't little, feel the same. Yeah, they don't. If they don't feel the same, and you need to wrap this up with a third movie, just make it make sense. <laughs> like you don't. We're not. You don't have to plan it from the very get go. Like you don't have to do that, but just don't give us bullshit. Like Rise of Skywalker. Like I say, I call it bullshit. As not even a huge Star Wars fan, I'm not really a Star Wars fan at all, but. I recognize that it's trash just because <laughs> it's just nothing but, hey, you remember this? You remember this? This will get the audience back. Like, you care more about putting asses in seats than you do about telling a story. Like, Rise of Skywalker felt like eating your favorite fast food. But, like, you know, like, if you're going to McDonald's and you're getting the fries, but the fries are kind of, like, overcooked. Yes. It's like that. <laughs> And then The Last Jedi was kind of, like, to me, it was like somebody gave me, like, a nice little entree that 
is like not an American dish, but is like, you know, like it's nice. You know, it's got everything you kind of want and then some shit you don't want. And you're like, I'll just eat around the parts I don't want. <laughs> so I can't say I fully enjoyed the meal for yeah. either movie. But <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I think that's why I'm, why I like The Last Jedi, just because it's different. It turned it on its head. It turned this predictable shit on its head, and, and it it became unpredictable. But it's not because it's not because it made it. What's the word? What's the phrase the kids are using these days? Uh, Damn, like, I don't even know. It's something to do with um. Uh, it subverted your expectations. That's not what I'm getting at here. What <laughs> I'm getting at is like I've always thought Star Wars was just kind of like over fucking overhyped. I'd always felt that. And, and then here comes the last Jedi where somebody actually filmed it like a goddamn movie and not a PowerPoint presentation. And Damn. say what? Damn, that was that was that was that was that was harsh. That was harsh. Harsh, my friend. Harsh. Not wrong. Look at how many fucking screen wipes. It, the sorry, I'm. <clears throat> yeah, the, it just the cinematography was on point, and I I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the fact that somebody tried to tell a different story. It's like, I don't know, without getting too much into Last Jedi, like that movie for years to come, I don't think people will look back on it. Finally, they'll look back at it as the thing that like fucked up the goodwill of Force Awakens. Fair. <laughs> it was like, because if you think about it, Force Awakens teed everything up to be perfect like you didn't have an idea of where it was going but you had like kind of watercolor images of like what could happen next yes you know and you're like oh that could be cool that could be cool and then what we got was like this story about a dude that was like like an awesome hero who like banished himself for a reason that really wasn't that bad and then he's just kind of like i don't know helps at the last minute with by projecting himself and then dies like a boring I mean, ass death. agreed with everything i know but i'm just i'm just highlighting the movie like in my yeah. mind of what happened you know like a heroic character from force awakens who was a stormtrooper is now like freeing like wild alien horses on a different planet it yeah, is not that's... trying to take down his you know previous his... employment yeah <laughs> It it missed a lot of things, I'll admit, but I I still think like I like it just for the fact that it was the movie felt rebellious. It was different. It was different. Yeah, I it get just you. against the I'm surprised that shit even got past as many people as it did, considering that that movie was very uh un unsafe. Unnatural. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It like just the fact that they actually released it. I was very I'm shocked that that happened, but I'm glad it did because it was it was almost like a Zack Snyder movie getting released. <laughs> do you do you think uh do you think with Spider-Man, do you think that we've already had that type of extreme take on the character, or is that something yet to be done? If you want my honest opinion, I'm doubling down on it. Remy's take was that extreme take. Okay, okay. Because he, he like, 
the more I learn about Spider-Man as a character and like how the comics were set and things like that, like his like the character from the comic books versus what I've seen in media. Those movies took a lot of liberties. Well, that's in the well, that's a, uh, not a that's not that's not a bad take. I kind of see where you're coming from, right? Because I mean, I get you know, Toby Spider Man shoots webbing out of his wrist for real, you yeah. know, like, and that is like a James Cameron uh, idea. Idea, yeah, yeah, but it makes complete like it's one of those things where like if somebody told you that Spider Man did that, you wouldn't really have a problem with it because you'd be like. Well, he's Spider Man, like he's Spider. He should shoot webs. Like it kind of just made sense, right? Like I feel like in two thousand two, people probably would have been more irked that he had mechanical web shooters because people Fair. just weren't wired to like fucking process, yeah, like like that. He just didn't have webbing, like real yeah. webbing. I, I, I agree, like because I was more accepting of it back then, but. I'm less accepting of organic webbing now <laughs> just because not even because of movies or comic books. I'm less accepting of it just because it doesn't fucking make sense to me. Like the more <laughs> I watch those scenes, I'm like, how would he know to do that? Like, <laughs> like it, it just kind of, it starts to, I don't know. It's like the walls start to break a little bit. The more I start to think about it, I'm like, that doesn't, I don't know. I think maybe it's because I've been reading this past year, I've been getting really into science. And then like the more I've started reading about it, the more like something like that in somebody's anatomy is just like, what? Like, How does that work? It, it, yeah, it, I don't get it. But yeah, I, it's that's what I mean by like, it was more of an extreme take than people think, like of the character. Mm-hmm. Just because Peter's or Peter, Toby is Peter Parker just he doesn't really have much of a personality and Peter is oozing with personality I feel like it's one of those things where the less the less Toby did the more I people could project themselves onto him as the protag or as Spider-Man right or it's like he didn't really joke that much which I kind of wanted Toby to joke more throughout his tenure but at the same time when he said when he just was so soft-spoken that it was like, oh, yeah, well, Peter Parker's just, he's just, he's just Peter Parker. That's what people will always say. He's just, he's just Peter Parker. And yeah. I, I, and I always would try to figure out what that meant because I was always trying to defend Andrew Garfield's take. Yeah. And people would be like, well, you know, he just isn't really like, he doesn't really have that like insecure boy thing. And I was just like, you know, in my mind, I just, would go like well you know peter parker is like kind of a wisecrack and confident guy with bad luck you know he's, and he's he's not insecure yeah and i'm like I, I feel like his hero life gives him insecurities if that makes yes. any sense right he, he, he peter himself like outside the costume even before he was bit by that spider he he was like he would always clap back at a flash. Like he yeah. wasn't, he wasn't scared of him. It's like I'm smarter than you. You are, yeah. uh, you are, you know, lesser than sort of right. And so yeah, that but the the idea of him being humbled by like Uncle Ben's death and just having this trauma that he never really got therapy for ever 
to me is like kind of interesting because I feel like Toby's Peter in this particular movie, he was down the road so far that it just felt like he had kind of not figured everything out, but he had at least let go of some of the things that were holding him back. And that's why yeah. I kind of wanted to see him be like, like when he was going back to home or whatever, if he was like, well, if I got a, a corporate meeting to attend <laughs> and then people be like, wait, what? And like, that would have been cool. Cause it just would have been like, this Peter has like been down the road so far that he just kind of has let go yeah. of the things that we think are Spider-Man, essential Spider-Man things. Cause he can't hold on to that forever. Right. Like I don't want to see Peter be... Parker broke right? forever. It's like, what well, he can't fucking, he should, he can't just take pictures for the bugle in his fifties or even in his forties. Like he, he has to have a life outside of, Oh, either in fully embrace being Spider-Man or like figure something out as Peter. He can't just suffer his whole life. Nobody if, Yeah. Nobody chooses to suffer their whole life. Yeah, and if he did if he did, if if Toby's Peter was the one to choose to do that, it would have been interesting if he was just like a bum, like more of a bum than we've ever seen him. Which would have been funny because it's like, yeah, I just I'm Spider-Man. I I save people. Yeah. And they're like, but what else do you do? And then he's like, Well, I mean, I write blogs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just something like really loserish because Toby's Peter just seemed to be on that yeah. slope of just like he suffered the most, I feel like. I mean, he didn't lose a lover obviously but he just was the brokest of the three so far that we've seen <laughs> so far that we've seen i mean because yeah tom did end up in, he, i mean his apartment is way nicer than toby's still it's also, much more spacious spacious people i've noticed on twitter too that people put side-by-side -side comparisons of uh tom's new apartment to toby's apartment and i'm like if you really look at Tom's apartment, it looks exactly like his apartment in the Insomniac game. Mm, it looks catch. just like it. Like, I I don't know. That that's just a small little thing I've noticed. And people like that's just another example of people putting these stupid ass movies on such a high platter, like <laughs> Like <laughs> Well, it's a it's an interesting thing, right? Because people have the nostalgia of these different takes of Spider-Man, right? Like you have the Toby era, which was a great, it was a fun era to be in. Like if you lived it, it was, yeah. it was we fun. It. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I mean, Spider-Man 2 opening day, shit. That was, that was, that was amazing. Bananas. Yeah, it was amazing, right? Spider-Man 3 opening night, crazy. But as the night progressed, it became, I, you know what? I came, I came out of that movie, like still like, oh, that was fun. But then as the night progressed, like thinking about it more, I was like, oh, they didn't really do Venom right. As Like as a kid, I wasn't thinking about it the way I was now, the way I am now. Like as a kid, I remember seeing Spider-Man 3 and like my brother voiced what I was thinking. But Mark was like, I don't really know what I just saw. Like, <laughs> I feel like I need to go see that again. Like. Mm. Because something wasn't adding up. Something like even when when that movie came out, I was like 2007. I think I was 12 or turning 13. Like the movie didn't feel a hundred percent right, but I never <laughs> knew back then what a bad movie was. 
and even I'm gonna be honest, looking back on Spider-Man three now, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie, no. It's not like it's not great, but it's not a bad movie. We've seen it, several bad movies. And it's about something. Like that's the thing. It actually has something to say as far as like moral of the story. Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> However, I asked Jordan this question a couple of years ago and he still doesn't have an answer. Because I don't either. What is the plot to Spider-Man 3? Ooh, this is a good question. Okay. I, I'll try to okay, I'll try to do my take of an uh, overview. I like this question. Okay. Well, you said, what is the plot of Spider-Man 3? What is the plot? Okay. Spider-Man has to deal with revenge. Everyone around him has to deal with revenge of some sort. Harry has revenge on his mind with Peter. Sandman has, well, Sandman, he wants to fucking, you know, He's my, I want to save my daughter. You know, he wants to okay, do that I'm shit. Do bad things. I got to save my daughter. <laughs> yeah, but Peter wants revenge on him for that. For you know all that stuff. Eddie Brock wants revenge. It almost is like a, a story about trying to be your the best, your best self, right? Because I mean, that movie tried to spout some bullshit at the end where it was like something about facing darkness, facing the heart of darkness. You know, but. All of those who face the heart of darkness when they come out are forever changed. Some don't make it, you know? So like, I, I felt like that was like a really powerful thing. My only gripe with that movie was that at the end, there was no like hero, final hero swing because that's what I felt like it needed where I was like, yeah, he overcame his darkness. I, I actually like the melancholy way it ended. But didn't, bro, it, was, it sucks so much because it was like, get the fuck out of the theater. Think about what you saw. <laughs> <laughs> think, think about what you just witnessed. <laughs> it, I liked it. I, okay, I'll say this. Maybe that ending would have worked better if it was deserved. Like, yeah. to end on such a note. Like, okay, I'll be honest. You want to talk about ballsy? Amazing Spider-Man 2 could have ended on that cut to black when he's mourning over Gwen's body. It could have just been done right there. It's true. Yeah. That that would have been incredibly ballsy. But I'm glad they didn't do that because they didn't get a third movie. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that would have been deserved because it built up their relationship. Spider-Man 3 destroyed mj and peter's relationship yeah i'm more so trying to figure out like how did we get there like what was the overall plot where is act one where is act two we know where act three is but i have a hot take i have a hot take on that a hot take so to me toby is the most like spider-man in spider-man 3 but the way that they spin it is because his ego has gotten in his his ego has gotten in the way, right? Like he yeah. is at an, everybody loves him. He's a, almost a celebrity. He's doing jokes. He's very like he's like when he runs across the man for the first time, he's like, you know, I guess you haven't fucking heard, you know, I'm the <laughs> I'm the sheriff around these parts, you know, and he's like sliding on fucking doors like from cars yeah. that have been buzzed. Like he's having fun, but you know, it's like. 
it almost felt like the director himself, Sam Raimi, it was like a commentary on his own personal shit, right? Because he did Spider-Man 1 and 2, and those movies were big. Yeah. And I could see if you were in a relationship with someone at that time, and you're fucking the director of Spider-Man 1 and 2, nobody could tell you shit, right? And your ego gets a hold of you, and once that shit gets a hold of you, it can really fuck up your your personal life. And so it was a really interesting inverse of like, oh, Spider-Man now is actually really fucking up his life because he wants to be Spider-Man more than he wants to be Peter Parker. Okay. I could buy that. So I, like I so like the ideas are strong in Spider-Man 3, right? It's just there's yeah. so much shit in Spider-Man 3 <laughs> that is hard to focus on that because A, as soon as they start digging into Peter as like a narcissist, right? They jump right to Sandman be killing yeah. Uncle Ben in his mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, <laughs> It's cool. It's a cool, it's a cool little twist or whatever. But then the black suit shit comes, the symbiote. Yeah. And that's what derail that 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 almost it doesn't derail the movie, but it it it's when it becomes way too much, right? It's like you could have taken out alien. Yeah. You could have taken out Sandman. You could have ejected Sandman. You could have focused on him dealing with Harry. And then once if he did get the black suit in that movie him doing something just like maybe going too far maybe even you know accidentally killing harry some shit some shit that just really makes him go like i don't i don't want this shit on me anymore you know and just getting it off and then you can have venom for four or some shit now that you mentioned that it it probably would have made more sense for Harry to have the symbiote in three. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wanted revenge, right? He needed a, he needed the upper hand on yeah. Peter. So what better way to do it than to take on the abilities of that I wouldn't have I would have excused that like I matter, but I would, <laughs> I would have been a-okay with Harry becoming Venom in that movie because it made the most sense. Right. No, that would have been cool. If he was new goblin, if he was the goblin (laughs) at the beginning of the movie and Peter just like was really feeling himself, like say Peter got the symbiote and beat his ass like really badly. And then like he's recovering most of the movie. Like say, you know, Peter's dealing with some other shit, like just the fighting the symbiote itself or something. And when he finally gets rid of it, it goes to Harry because Mm. it knows his hatred is stronger. And the movie is just Harry and Peter being used by the symbiote. Yeah, that's that 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 is a that is definitely a risky Spider-Man and maybe potentially (laughs) like that. Like it could pay off in dividends if done correctly, but then you know, dealing with the fan fan base. Is the, that at the time would have been tough, right? Because they would have just yeah. been like, "Oh, want to see like Eddie Brock is Venom. Like Eddie yeah. Brock is there is no other Venom." <laughs> you know, it's just like they would have just tore. Like I remember seeing the wallpaper images of like you know uh, Topher Grace getting the symbiote on him, and he's got like yeah. bangs and shit. And I was like, "Ooh, this looks gnarly. This looks kind of cool, right?" And you know. 
just the way it was done just wasn't like I just didn't feel like the beef was it there. Wasn't there. It wasn't there. He, he was just supposed to look like Spider-Man's opposite. That's yeah. And it would have been cool if it was like a slow burn thing. Yeah. It's because my brother even mentioned that. I was like, why well, wasn't Venom as big as he normally is? Mark was like, hey, he ain't been to prison yet to work out. Yeah. Like, I was like, that makes sense. Like, but now I'm like, after he, you know, blew him up, I'm like looking over at my brother and I'm just like, I mean, he ain't going to prison. So <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. I'm like, there's no, no way they could have, you know, made that make sense. Like they could have just literally gotten an actor that was, had a bigger physique. Like I would have even set up for Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. But think about it. 2007, he did like shooter. He kind of was in shape. Still, and he's kind of got this like bully mentality. Him going up against somebody soft spoken like Toby would have been kind of funny because he just would have been like, you know, this like, you know, older guy who had been at the bugle way longer than Peter and True. still hadn't gotten a staff job as a journalist or something. Excuse me. You know, like that would have been kind of fun, just, you know, because people don't really talk about him as a journalist often. Oh, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, because I'm like, his sin, right, is that he, like, makes a, he lies in a, in his article about who a killer was or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Peter Parker was the one that was like, or, you know, uh, actually, that's false. Somebody just, you know, <laughs> and got him fired. So it would have been cool to kind of see that, that, that uh, dynamic of, like, being out for yourself and how it harms others and then when the tables turn it's like it's like you did it to yourself venom is like a reflection of bad things that we do to others in the rami verse and you know who did it the best spectacular Ooh, ooh, i did yeah yeah they really did that they (laughs) They, built up great yeah they they did that whole venom thing perfectly like because it made it's like as soon as Eddie got the symbiote, you're just kind of like, yeah, I get it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I get it. <laughs> do you think, do you think, and this is my hope, this would be cool if like down the line they do a, a series of Spider-Man movies where Tom is narrating, right? And he gets the black suit over maybe like one or two movies with it. And he's like cool and having his monologues, but then certain things just start sounding a little bit distorted yeah like in spectacular like, uh, start saying we instead yeah. of i i yeah. hope they do that but i hope they do it subtly to where the audience doesn't realize it until tom or like until peter points it out to where he's like why, why i keep thinking we instead of i like yeah yeah that that kind of thing i think it's really like that's really what's the word not risky but it's a little cheesy to play it's a different with. yeah it's a different tone all together yeah. it's almost it's, back to the toby tone almost because he narrates through spider-man in spider-man one and spider-man three spider-man two he didn't do it as much he was just talking to himself out loud oh uh, no he did do it in one at the beginning he, he narrates at the beginning of every movie oh i i, I just meant two did two did he narrate mm-hmm. shit i need when, to rewatch you saw um Mary Jane's 
face oh. on the billboard. That's right. Okay. So beginning end, he narrates all three. It would be cool if they just added a narration feature throughout the whole fucking thing. But again, if done correctly, like us, yeah. you know, just a different tone, different director, something fun. I don't, oh God, I don't like, there are so many ways. Like, I, it's like I know what I want the fourth movie to be, but anything after that, I have no idea. <laughs> but I just want that fourth movie to be something so like something that's not world ending something that's like block ending <laughs> yeah vigilante shit yeah yeah it's like i want it to be just i don't know just something a little more oh, i hate using this word but grounded like grounded is a fine word you know you could get jay jonah jameson getting it's uh, overdone and dry though well ground, yes. word grounded is overdone and dry but we'll see well who's the villain that you would like that is like grounded enough for uh this era of tom holland's run for a fourth um, movie well now when i say grounded i mean like let's not even touch into any oscorp business okay um, cool i'm with you i'm i'm talking like like tombstone but he, it depends on how you write him. Like, he's not, Dude. like, he's more, like, okay. Hammerhead in Tombstone. Like, things like that. Something like that. Okay. Hammerhead's a little, but <laughs> somewhere in there, like the, uh, not Carmine Falcone, but the other dude, Silvermane, uh, Silver, whatever his name is, Silvermane Manfredi or some shit. What if they go like, the spectacular route where it's like that crime family making that, like, yeah. The, suits for these villains and shit not as corpy but a little bit but like kind of you could put something where shocker comes back oh i would love that shocker would be great like something to where like you know they're creating these street level villains like that and (laughs) the biggest problem is peter they're they're creating these villains to keep peter busy while they push drugs or something like that and i don't know it's didn't harry have a drug problem too i would say what didn't like harry in the comics have like a drug problem too that could be like a perfect interpersonal relationship like in like a span of three movies kind of see whoever they cast as harry like kind of going through some shit that peter is involved in where he's like i need to stop this this uh drug you know from like you know being sold because i'm seeing what it's doing to my friend you know yeah or if he found case in point if he met harry in college in the next movie and he's befriending harry but he notices harry has a drug problem like Mm. that like he that's the start of the friendship it could be that you wouldn't have to do a slow burn all that much it's like we see harry at a low point and the fact that Peter is reaching out to try to help him with his drug problem, but also being Spider-Man and trying to stop these drugs from being pushed, like, that's what builds their friendship, that he sees that Peter cares about him because his father doesn't care about him. Yeah, who would you get to play Harry Osborn? I already know my answer. I don't, I'm just, I'm, I'm genuinely his asking. His name's already been plastered for it. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, I have some suspicions, but... Fucking... Chalamet by Chalamet. The Dune, yeah, the Dune kid. I mean, he would be cool. He's got like that, like bad boy look to him. Yep. 
that I, uninterested bad boy look that like he just literally looks like if you look at like you seen hey arnold you know his cousin arnie <laughs> like that's what <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like when when i see him like when he has that vacant expression on his face like <laughs> i want to cast like i want to cast like a loser looking harry osborne I want to go like the opposite direction. I want to just say like this is a guy who's who has a lot of money, but his dad fucking bullies him, so he doesn't really understand how much of a baller he actually could be, you know. So he's just like tortured with like somebody that just looks like they just really look like they've been beaten down by life. I'm sure Chalamet could do that, but he like I said, he's kind of got that bad boy look. I kind of just want something where it just looks like you just want to hug him. You just want to give him a hug. Or you know, because then it makes like the ultimate turn, right? When he like becomes Green Goblin, like damn, like <laughs> this is like shit. Couldn't I, save him. I, I don't know too many young actors right now, so my uh, I don't know, like for, at risk of using them constantly. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard name sounds familiar. Uh, what was he in? Uh, Stranger Things. Mike. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I can see that because he's kind of, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of like dangly. He's like very skinny, yeah. And like, you know, I can see that. Or, or like, uh, you know, if we're making like the Osborns black or something, I thought about that. You know, give them the waves. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make the waves come back. Let's give the Osborns some waves. You know, that would be that would be kind of cool. I don't know what young black actor i would cast but that could be you could cast the other kid from stranger things i don't know his name but Uh, oh yeah yeah i don't know his name either his name has been thrown around thrown around a lot for other things okay i like for anybody else that listens to this maybe anybody who has some power i would like to say something right now or not even power any possible journalists that may listen to this podcast just because a black person is cast in a Spider-Man movie does not mean they are Miles Morales. Let's just, <laughs> let's, let's say that. Let's knock this out right now. <laughs> yeah, that's. Gonna, I mean, that's gonna. They're they're gonna scream Miles Morales until we actually see him in live action. And whoever that lucky person is, Godspeed. You know, because a lot of a lot of there's gonna be a lot of criticism because every every, it's like the most sought after role that you have right like as a black actor or uh if you're mixed race you know half hispanic half black like everybody is going to be gunning for that role yep you know what age do they want to present miles as you know because they obviously could do some type of multiverse thing have a the the andrew garfield spider-man movie with a you know 17 18 year old miles like in the the game yeah i just hope he's not like i'm gonna be honest i hope he's not a genius Mm. you just don't you just don't want that i want him to be like smart but like not as smart as peter parker that that's one of my gripes with the uh insomniac miles morales i'm like this defeats the purpose that anybody (laughs) can be spider-man because Bro, we're not thinking of fucking quantum, not even quantum. We're not even thinking of mechanical engineering or physics. What, like, naturally, if somebody just gets bit by this spider, I can't tell you, I can't calculate 
the mass of a pendulum swinging in this, that, and the third. Like, we're not thinking about that. Like, but they can rattle off these numbers, like, right off break. Like, Miles already knew how to fix and build the web shooters. He didn't know that in the books. Mm-hmm. Like, he had to learn it. I, I think it's it's cool that, like, you know, Peter's a semi-genius. Well, pre- he's pretty much a genius. He's just genius. <laughs> but... I think something that adds to the character of Spider-Man would be somebody who just does not have that shit figured out. Like that would be cool. You have to like somebody forced to learn that versus already knowing it. Because in the game, Miles is already practically a genius. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's, it's a, like it's... I'm, I'm, I fear less for him because he. It's like you'll figure it out, kid. Like you'll get it. I don't know. But, no, I think you're right. Yeah, it's. I just hope they don't do that. I hope he's just some regular dude, <laughs> just some regular kid that's like, bro, I'm gonna fuck about school. Like, <laughs> do you think? Do you think they'll actually cast like somebody that's in their 17, 18 year old range, or will they pull an Andrew Garfield and cast like a 28, 29 year old? I mean, we don't age too well. I mean, too well. We don't age all that much, so they could pass with somebody like. I don't know. They could pass with somebody in their late 20s, but I would rather them cast somebody younger. Because I feel like it's Sony, right? And Sony, they got their money on this shit and they probably, like, I think they weren't that interested in Tom Holland at first, right? Like, they were like... they wanted uh, Asa Butterfield. Who was, yeah, a a lot older. So it's just interesting that they, like, just want to deal with, like, older actors. I I would be interested to see who's going to play Miles in the future. I will I mean, say that. Hmm? Oh, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, like, general audience wouldn't really be able to tell until they looked at their age, because, like, real talk, bro, we still look practically the same as we did, like, when we started college. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Kinda. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I've gained weight, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, for the most part, like, you could cast somebody in their late twenties. It's true. Somebody black in their late twenties. They don't. We don't age that like like that. <laughs> I will say I can't wait for that. Uh, to get my hands on an official copy, purchase copy of a uh, No Way Home, so I can put myself in that scene coming out of that portal. You know it's coming. <laughs> I will beat everyone to the punch. Which one though? Are you gonna like? Are you gonna be both Andrew and? I'm going to erase Toby completely and I'm going to write it like Peter or that everyone who knew Peter Parker ended up on that in that universe, including Miles Morales. So then when I come out of the portal, I see Andrew Garfield and I'm like, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. You know, like, and it could be cool because it's just like, it, like that would be like a cool fan service moment, right? Because doesn't like, yeah. doesn't like Peter Parker die in Miles Morales' comics, at least the originals. Yeah, so I'm just like, it it would be cool to see Andrew Garfield's kind of be placed in that ultimate spot. It would hurt, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'd be like, you did. I I mean, I feel like if Marvel gets their way, if they did do this whole three trilogy thing, I feel like it would be Tom who would die because... It'll probably be the same scene as when Stark dies. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure by the end of all this, we'll see Spider-Man pick up Mjolnir. But 
Oh man, that would be that, that would be a sight to see. Yeah. I real real quick, I understand now why Spider-Man can't pick it up in mm-hmm. the comics. I understand now. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's like he's not Peter isn't all he can't pick it up because he doesn't know who he is. Right. He has this internal conflict that he's still dealing with that that's why he can't that's why he's not worthy to pick or to use it he can pick it up but he can't use it that's a good point because i remember in no way home when uh the goblin was like uh can't you see it you're you know it's, that's what's infecting you that's the sickness you know it's your morality <laughs> the and shit like yeah, like that's what it is, and it's just like again, it would have been interesting to kind of like make him. I mean, it was interesting seeing him or trying to get Peter to turn and become selfish. You know, like trying to kill the Goblin himself yeah. was like an act that he wanted. You know, some in some weird way. Uh, yeah, it, just imagine in his world when he hears the name Norman Osborn. It's like, oh hey, I'm Norman Osborn. Who are they going to cast? Yeah, like, whenever that happens, whoever they cast is going to be, like, crazy. Uh, Who would you cast? I'm McConaughey. Ooh, that's a good question. He'd be I, like... Uh, <laughs> I, I could deal with, like, you know, country uh, Norman Osborn. I could deal with it. McConaughey would knock it right out of the park. I'd be down for that. He'd be like, I see you doing these... Uh, see you in the physics. Got your GED. Man. What's that like? And then Peter would just be like, you know, oh, Mr. Osborne, uh, you know, just, uh, it's just pretty cool sometimes. And he'd be like, why don't you come work for my company? You know, you just, <laughs> you get some cool insight. You dig that? You know, like he could be like a really cool mentor type figure too. Yeah. Cause then it's- you could have t- Tom's Peter try to prevent him from going down that route. And then active inactively cause it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because um, I was thinking, like, it would probably play out. That scene would probably play out just like when he met uh, when he met Liz's dad, found out he was the vulture. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just the yeah. look of uncomfortableness on his face the whole time. Just, or just hears the name Osborne. <laughs> You know who would be cool? These are two castings that I think would be cool for Norman Osborn. These are like opposite ends of the spectrum. Christian Slater. Think about it. Think about all the movies where he's been the bad guy and put that template over Green Goblin. That's fair. I'll buy it. He'd be like, he'd be like, you know, uh, Peter, you know, I was going to come over here and kill you myself, but then I figured, why stop there? Why not just blow up a block on my way here? You know, and then like Peter could just look at him like he's just fucking disturbed. He's like, how about this? You kill me right now and I won't set off these explosives that go five blocks away from here, you know, and just, yeah, like it would be really cool because, you know, Green Goblin is like what the most personal Spider-Man villain next to Venom. Yeah, well, because they both yeah, know who he know. is. Well, Doc Ock, but I mean, like, Goblin knows who he is and like fucks with his personal life like a lot. So, <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, like that's cool. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, Nicholas Cage. 
I feel like he'd ham it up too much. We need somebody as Goblin. Really... As I Goblin. Know, but... <laughs> oh, you said as Goblin. As Goblin. Like I would want. It would be interesting if you got, if you got Nicolas Cage to just like rein it in as Norman. Yeah. Like you're just expecting him to be like wild and shit because it's Nicolas Cage. But just have him give a completely reserved performance as Norman for like two or three movies, and then you know. You could have a scene of like Harry looking at like peeking through like a uh, bat like Norman in the bathroom looking at himself and it's just like fucking Nicolas Cage going like <laughs> 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 I don't know what he would co- I don't know what he would do because it's Nicolas Cage, but I'm pretty sure he'd come up with some like weird shit as that I think that would be a very uh risky casting, but it is it could pay it's off like it's like can he do this? He can do it. He's a great. He's a, he's a great actor. It's just if you give him a character that fits his acting his acting style, you know. Because again, I I would be afraid that he would you know like ham it up too much, like as Norman, you know, because yeah. he'd be like I don't want him to do that like William Shatner shit that he does sometimes, where he's like, you know, I see you're into to to, to physics. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should really look into uh Bernoulli's art it's really cool you know like I just w- I really would just want to see a control but you know you get you there's other castings that people have said Brian Cranston you know I'm like I could kind of see it if you see like the Malcolm in the Middle side of his acting versus his Breaking Bad side of acting like if you yeah. put those two together you would have like a good Norman Green Goblin dynamic True. I mean, like, I don't, uh, to be honest, though, it's like, I'm not really feeling like the idea of an old goblin. You want like a younger man, younger dude? Not just uh, Like someone who's just a little more like somebody I could believe is moving like that. Like McConaughey, <laughs> McConaughey I could believe it. Mm-hmm. Somebody who on paper, it sounds like a fantastic idea, but I probably would not sign off on it is Tom Cruise. Ooh, I like that. That's risky, but I like it. I like it. That's good casting. That, like, because he could do both. But I'm like, I'm trying to think of black actors just because you brought that up earlier, but I I can't think of anybody who would want to do that. Probably Idris. Idris would be game to do it. He's already been in the MCU. Oh, Not shit. That that's right. Remembers. Yeah, they, they can erase. They can, they can retcon it. You know, it's fine. But I mean, uh, you're right. There is like, it's a hard one to 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 cast, but I do kind of like the Tom Cruise one because it's kind of funny because he would just he would just act like Tom Cruise the whole time, even like as Green Goblin. You know, he would be like, he'd be like, people love a hero, Peter, but the one thing that people love more than a hero is to see a hero fail, fall, die trying you know and it's just like eh, it, it, it doesn't really he's too direct he's too like it yeah it, like he could i feel like it'd be a different performance though like kind of like his not so much like how he is in tropic thunder but something a little more wacky mm, i got you that's actually a good point he tried forgot all about tropic thunder so he does have it in him to be like kind of wild get yeah. to get wild so you're right there there probably is something there 
something like i i don't know i feel like it would take a really good director to kind of pull that out of him like mm. kind of i don't know like almost tom cruise doing a jim carrey impression like <laughs> okay how about this jim carrey has normalized born if he's jim done serious Car- roles before if he can do a very straight laced role and then switch it but the see no that's the thing though that's the thing we would go into it knowing that he's going to like he's gonna be a like he's gonna be a crazy <laughs> goblin we want someone you won't expect that from that's true that's true but how but how are you gonna do that knowing norman Osborn is green goblin that's just like comic you know, book 101 like, it's more so knowing like can this like it's the same questions that we always ask ourselves when an actor gets cast as a ridiculous character it's like can he pull that off mm. like can he do that like it's we know that with norman and goblin but we don't know that with some actors like can idris elba be crazy like i don't know never willem he's never been... willem dafoe nailed it yeah oh yeah totally and 100%. i mean he kind of nailed it well, he nailed it, but in a different way. Because I was about to say, this man, even as Norman, is fucking... He's knucking futs. Like... Knucking <laughs> <laughs> futs. Yeah. Just the way that his, like, his eyes light up. Like, when uh, when Harry tells him, he's like, Hey, Pete, you're looking for a job. Did you see the look of delight on this man's face? Like... Yeah, yeah. It's like, you look like an, a serial killer right now. Even though you're just happy that Peter needs a job. Like, I, I don't know. It... Willem Dafoe still looked like it's like you look like you kill people like (laughs) you need someone that plays that dichotomy that can like you can really lean into it you know what like well go ahead the more I think about it the more that you've laid this out I could see McConaughey or Cranston probably being the the good mediators in that that Mm -hmm. spot because they both can play like like father figures that are very like that you just would expect to know that they would give you guidance but if you saw either one of them acting like an asshole to their son you wouldn't call them out on it because you'd be like oh well they're just being hard on their kid because they're trying to like instill something in them so i kind of get where you're i kind of get what you're putting down yeah it something like that like with norman you can well with willem dafoe you can kind of see like See, not the cracks in the person, but he's just, that's the whole reason that him not wearing the mask worked in No yeah. Way Home, because, like, we need someone where they can act so much through the mask. Like, we don't have to see their face, because Norman has a, like, Willem Dafoe has a very untrustworthy face in those movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, the dichotomy of the character is very important. And I you know, like what you know what would have been funny. I don't want to break your mental train of thought. You can keep going on you're, that. No, you're fine. I was gonna say it would have been funny after he broke his mask if like later on he just went to like some Halloween store and just found some red some green ass mask and put it <laughs> over his fucking face and it just looks fucking nuts because it's just got like he's got this high-tech suit but this fucking like 199 Halloween mask on, it's like green, like like legitimate green goblin look. Yeah. That would be kind of funny, but the goblin is a hard person to pull off. Like, I just want to a... see it. 
I just want to see I mean, it. I feel you. Like, I, I would like to see it, but I don't know how it will work. Just like, to be honest, the black suit, the symbiote suit, I don't know how it would work, but I've seen that concept art that's been going around, and I'm like, <laughs> like, I love that costume, but it's like, it looks good in games and in comic books. It In person, I, I I don't know. Like People's mistakes is that they make it look alive, and that's the mistake that they 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 can't grasp when they try to make it real like a real rendition of the black suit like mm-hmm. spider-man 3 i think did it perfect because it just looks like a black piece of cloth like doesn't look like it's alive and then until you figure out it's alive then you have real problems because yeah. the shit doesn't, <laughs> because the shit doesn't want to come off that is terrifying right so yeah. that concept art while it looked cool i'm with you it just doesn't it's it, yeah it's it's still not resonating yeah it just looks like oh he's got this alien thing on him but i kind of want him to just think it's like this cool non-living thing yeah you know but it's also just kind of like how did he get it secret Uh, wars uh, what secret wars yeah i hope (laughs) i really hope that he just gets it in the secret wars movie and not in his own movie i pray yeah Cause I'm like, if anything, he should have got it when he went to Titan. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. Because sh- I was like, how often are we gonna see Spider-Man in space? On an alien world, yeah. Yeah. But, it's either that or the symbiote tries to like leave, leave Earth to get to like a like hitch a ride on some like you know what do you call it a fucking NASA rocket ship that explodes. Oh, Peter saves the day, it gets him. And maybe yeah. it knows that. Maybe it's like, you know, I know Peter Parker will come and fix this. This is my only chance to get to him. You know, because it has that memory or that knowledge of Peter anyway. So, I don't know. True. It's interesting. We'll see. We'll see how all that wraps up. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. All in all, I'm going to say, love No Way Home. Loved every facet of it. And can't wait to watch it for a fourth time. Fourth, fourth, Damn, fourth. It'd be fourth. my second. But yeah. Well, cool. All right, guys. Well, I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, Mar- uh, Marshawn, if you want to plug uh, your your Twitch channel, you know, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm Sean the Bard everywhere. S C H A W N Sean. Uh, the bard, all one word. Um, you guys can just Google it, and then all those links will pop up. That's all. That's my plug. <laughs> Boom! Go check it out, guys. All right, guys. Peace.